Hey, what's up, guys? This is Dr. Josh Simons, physical therapist, and welcome to the PT Ascent Podcast, a podcast where I detail a prospective journey as I go from staff physical therapist to entrepreneur. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the PT Ascent Podcast. Thank you all for joining in today. If you are tuning in again and have listened to the past couple episodes, I appreciate you coming back and revisiting the show. If you have any questions or want to get in contact with me, feel free to shoot me an email. It's uh, josh at joshsimonspt.com. Again, that is josh at joshsimonspt.com. All right. Thanks again for joining. Today has been a pretty great day today, although it is incredibly hot here. So it is really uh, getting full swing here in the Florida heat. It is getting to be in the in the hundreds, and you really get to feel it when you jump into that car and your back scalds. So definitely could use a little bit of a cool down, but you know what? It's always tropical in Florida, so I can't hate on the situation. All right, last week, talked a little bit about the sort of psychological obstacles that I, I was going through, more of the always coming back to the comparing versus inspiration and um, you know it's always it's always a trap that's easy to fall into but uh, I've I've been really good as of lately of of trying to keep things at bay and keeping my my motivation and uh, positivity high and one of the ways that I've been able to do that is is really what I want to dedicate this entire episode to and that is meditation and so I I challenge you just right now, like, what do you think of when you think of meditation? Like, really think about it. Think about meditation, everything that it entails, everything that you know about it, and what comes to your mind? What sorts of visuals, what sorts of practices do you think of when you think of meditation? For me, at least before I even started getting into it, you know, I would think of meditation and I would think of the the characteristic Buddhist monk. So shaved head, robe, sitting down, trying to get to some state of nirvana with your, with your hands on your lap, perhaps saying some mantras, some ohms, and with the hope of somehow achieving Zen. And uh, I don't mean to be critical in that in that sense it's just what i thought of that's what i thought meditation was and it took a, a bit of reading for me to realize that that's not the case meditation is is really not as religious as um, people may think it is and and what i thought it was it can really be as religious or as secular as you want it to be yes meditation has its roots in buddhism from the buddha but the actual practice of it, you don't have to follow uh, Buddhism in order to, to gain the benefits or e- to even practice meditation. And so don't, don't feel like that if you start to meditate that you're somehow practicing Buddhism. Because I thought that when I started that, or before I even got started, I thought that meditation was really rooted in becoming part of this, this uh, Buddhism religion. And for me, being a Christian, I didn't want to 
necessarily sacrifice my my spiritual foundation, but really you're not doing that. If even if you decide to meditate, like I said, you can gain the benefits from it and you can still be a Christian, you can be a Hindu, you can be agnostic, it doesn't really matter. Anyone can reap the benefits that meditation provides and you don't have to alter your spiritual framework in order to do so. And I think that is incredible because it is a free way to really gain the benefit of of mindfulness, which I'll touch on in a minute. So I got started with it about a couple months ago, and one of the key figures that got me into it was a, a guy named Sam Harris. And Sam Harris is a neuroscientist, and he has done a ton of research into meditation and studying the the science of it and the benefits that it can provide. And he has a book called Waking Up, which I've read. It's a very in-depth read about not only just meditation, but just the mind and and discovering what the the self is and what consciousness is like. And it's really, I mean, honestly, it's a mind-bending book. I have to reread it because honestly, there's just so much in there that it's easy to miss a lot of the details. And he's a very, Sam is a very abstract, but very scientific guy. And so if, you, if you're reading his book and you're kind of half fallen asleep, you're going to miss basically everything. So, uh, but it's worth reading though, because it definitely gets you thinking. But I, I won't say it's a terrific how-to guide into actually meditating. It, it's really a great framework for meditation, but I don't, I don't think it's the best way to just dive in if you, if you want to go for it. But there is a companion app to it, aptly called Waking Up, and it's, uh, it's on iOS and Android, and that is really what I initially started with. The book came afterwards for me. I started with his app, and the app has, there's a free version and a paid version, and the free version has five meditations that you can go through. And each of them are about 10 minutes long. And they give you the foundation of what you need to do to meditate. Because before all this, I didn't even know how to meditate. I thought a lot of it was just sitting and and kind of repeating the ums a lot. And just, uh, I don't even know. But in any case, it's not like that at all. There are some meditation that's like that. But this, this sort of mindfulness meditation that is more popular now and what what Sam Harris has talked about in his book is, is a different kind of meditation. And so basically the, the, the guided meditations help you to figure out what steps you need to do to be able to meditate. And so it goes through all that for you and, and gives you a very good primer on um, what to do. But after going through all these guided meditations and, and going through several guides online, I think meditation can really be boiled down to about five concepts. And if you can just do these five things, then you can do meditation. There's a lot of techniques that you can use with meditation, body scans, breath awareness, and a bunch of other things that you can do that are that I guess you could say are more advanced. But if you just want to get started with it, there's really only five things that you need to do in order in order to to uh, to get rolling with it. So 
I'll kind of go through those now. The first thing is you need to sit comfortably, but you need to have an upright posture. So what I mean by that is if you're too comfortable, then you're going to end up falling asleep. You need to sit. I usually sit cross-legged on the floor, on the, on the carpet, and I try to keep my back upright. Okay, I've tried it sitting in a lounge chair, and I end up falling asleep. And sleeping is not meditative at all. All right, completely different. So you really need to be in some sort of, of a position. You can sit in a chair, but make sure it's not a lounge chair. You shouldn't be reclined, and you probably shouldn't be lying on your back either because any of these are going to probably cause you to be a little too relaxed and will just cause you to fall asleep and not gain the benefits of meditation. Meditation is a very focus-oriented activity, and if you are too relaxed, then um, it, it doesn't, it won't serve you in a, in a positive way. So number one, you need to sit comfortably, preferably in an upright position. Number two, you got to close your eyes. This might may or may not seem obvious, but there are a lot of distractions around us. And so the better that you can isolate yourself from that, the easier it'll be to meditate. It's very easy for us to get distracted by phones, TV, even random occurrences that occur outside your window. So if you can just close your eyes and then completely uh, seal yourself from all of those distractions, then the, the better your experience will be with meditation. So number one is sit comfortably. Number two is close your eyes gently. You don't have to force them shut, just a nice gentle closing of the eyes. Number three is when you actually get started into the meditation. So number three is focusing on your breath. And it's important that your your breath is, is natural. You don't need to have you don't need to do deep breathing. You don't need to alter your breath really in any way. You just need to, to breathe and then focus on your breath. That's, it's really as simple as that. That's really the crux of meditation. Just breathe. It doesn't really matter how you breathe. If you're more of a chest breather, if you're more of a abdominal diaphragmatic breather, it doesn't really matter. You don't need to try to change the way you breathe. Just, just breathe. You do it all day, every day, so it's no different. Just focus on it now. And then number four, so number three is focusing on, on your breath. Number four is as you're breathing, feel, feel the sensation of your breath. Where do you feel it most? Do you feel it in your nose? Do you feel it in your throat? Maybe your abdomen, your chest? Depending on how you breathe, you're going to feel it in a, in a characteristic area in your body. And wherever you feel it most predominantly is where you should focus. And what I mean by that is that as you focus on your breath, you, you might be saying to yourself, a good way to kind of keep yourself in the focus is as you inhale, you think of in. As you exhale, you think of out. And then at, kind of concurrently with that, you also keep note of where you feel it. So take presence of, like for me, a lot of times I, I, I'm more of a, a diaphragmatic breather, so I feel it more in my stomach. So I just kind of focus on the movement of my stomach, inflating and deflating as I breathe, and I just focus on that. And that's it. If you can do that, you're meditating. 
Why is that meditating? Because you're in the moment. You're not thinking about other things. If you're thinking about your breath, if you're thinking about where you feel the breath, and if that's all that you focus on, then you are in the moment. You are being present. And that's what meditation is all about. Okay? That's it. Just do those things. There is a fifth one, though. And this one's important. And this is where I screwed up a lot and where I think probably a lot of people do screw up. I certainly don't claim to be an expert. I'm very much a novice, but I, I do at least have this to share from, from my experience with it, is that number five is to, if your mind wanders, begin again. The absolute most difficult thing about meditation is that your mind is going to wander. Think about just how you go through your day. For me, as soon as I wake up in the morning, there are thoughts racing through my head. What do I have to do today? How do I feel this morning? What sorts of tasks have I not done that I still need to get done? What am I going to have for breakfast? What am I going to have for dinner? I wonder what the weather is going to be like. All this crap is just racing through my head. And it's, it's distracting. It's non-productive, it's, it's non-productive feedback that I need. And it's just all throughout the day. It's just these thoughts racing and racing and racing. So it's, it would be impossible to actually get through or more, more than likely improbable to get through a meditation session without your mind wandering. So what you do and, and what I've sort of learned to do through uh, my, my research in this is that needless to say, you're, you're going, your mind is going to wander as you meditate. So as you're focusing on your breath, as you're focusing on where you're feeling the breath, your mind is going to drift. The key thing that makes meditation useful is to not try to block those thoughts from coming in. Trying to block all the thoughts from coming in is only going to stress you out. And that's the biggest mistake that I did with meditation is that I would try to focus on my breath. And as, as soon as I sensed like a little inkling of something trying to, to enter my mind, I, I would try to try my hardest to, to block it out and really focus on my breath. But that's, that's counterproductive. One of the me- uh, benefits of meditation is, is sort of stress relief. And so if you're constantly trying to, to block these thoughts from entering your mind, then you're doing yourself a disservice. You're only, getting ha- you're only doing half the meditation right. So be open to those thoughts coming in. But what needs to be done is to just view those thoughts from a third party. Oftentimes when thoughts come to our, to our head, there is an emotional reaction to those thoughts. Okay, a great example of this is if someone does something to piss you off, okay, you have a thought running through your head. You think, okay, I don't like what that person just did. Now you can do several different things. You can let that, you can let that thought pass or you can have an emotional reaction to it. And perhaps you say something that you'll regret to that person. And that's what meditation teaches you to do is to be less reactive in those situations. And so as you your mind wanders, all you have to do is just accept the thought, but then come back to the breath. That's it. As soon as your mind wanders, realize that your mind has wandered, accept the fact that it has wandered, and then brush it aside, and then come back to the breath. Now, initially, this was difficult for me, however, because 
Oftentimes, I wouldn't even know that my mind was wandering. I would meditate for two, three minutes, and next thing I know, it's like 10 minutes later, and I totally forgot I was meditating. Like, it is insane how quickly, when you're doing one focused thing, how quickly your mind wanders, and you don't even realize it. It's insanity. Uh, but it happens, and it's and it, it still happens to, to this day. I meditated this morning, and my mind wandered. Now I'm better at it. Now I'm I'm better able to to see when my wa- mind wanders, uh, accept that it has wandered, and then come back to the breath. And this is where I think guided meditation is very helpful, at least for a beginner, because when you go through the guided meditations, you you have these cues from the narrator that tells you what to do, all right? They tell you basically what I've told you, to to focus on your breathing, to find an area of your body, to focus your breath. And then usually there's a good chunk of silence, good two, three minutes of silence sometimes, all right? Usually in that span of time, your mind is going to wander. It's just bound to in the beginning. So then the narrator comes back and... Try and basically just jolt you back into what you were doing. And that's really useful in the beginning. But ultimately, the goal is to get to a point to where you don't need guided meditation. I still use it because I still need those cues. There are still times where my mind wanders and I need a little bit of guidance to come back to the to the present. But that that's the goal is to be able to get to uh, un, unguided meditation. So really, the way to do that is to follow all the steps that I outlined in the beginning, but then just set a timer for really however long you want. I think a lot of people believe that they need a ton of time dedicated, just like they feel like they need for exercise. You don't need thirty minutes of meditation a day. I do ten minutes. Sometimes I'll do five. You know, I know if I try 30 minutes of meditation, I'm going to end up falling asleep at this point. So it's just something that I have to work up to doing. And I, I think as of, as of this point, you know, I'm I'm feeling pretty good from doing 10 minutes of, of meditation a day. Do I miss days? Of course I do. I'm not super strict about it. I try to do it when I can, and I, I try to keep it fairly consistent so that it's a part of my routine. But sometimes I miss a day. But even still... I still notice benefits from doing it. I wasn't really sure what to expect from from meditation, and you know, I I always hear of you, you always hear people saying that they've achieved this Zen, they've achieved this Nirvana, and I don't I don't know. I I haven't experienced anything of the sort like that. Really, the biggest takeaway that I've gotten from meditation so far is that I I can kind of take an outside perspective on any sort of thought that I get running through my head that may or may that may or may not be negative. For example, if, if I have someone that's being uh, rather rude to me, uh, I'm gonna obviously have thoughts of uh, probably negative thoughts about that person. And uh, you know, whereas in the past I might may have reacted uh, in a less than ideal way, with meditation, I can. I, I'm better able to view those thoughts from a almost a almost an out of body perspective, and just kind of observe those thoughts, let it pass, and it's really resulted in in a more I don't want to say muted, but 
I guess less, just a less reactive um, personality, which I, which I think is good for, for handling various situations. Supposedly, meditation is also supposed to be very good for blood pressure, um, or at least there are some studies to show that it has decreased blood pressure. Mine does happen to be high. Uh, I haven't really noticed any significant change with that, but perhaps the dosage needs to be changed. Perhaps I need to be doing more of it. Uh, it's going to be hard to assess now because I just got on a new blood pressure medication, so um, probably won't see too many effects from meditation because of that. But uh, in any case, other purported changes for uh, or purported benefits of meditation are increasing mood, decreasing stress. Uh, I I can't say anything profound for me has changed in in that regard, but I I will say that overall. I'm about as stressed as I usually am, okay? Everyone has stress, but my ability to handle that stress has gotten better, okay? So when I meditate, if I do it for, say, 10 minutes, afterwards, I just feel better. All the all those things that I was worrying about prior just kind of seem to melt away. And that alone, I think, is really bene- beneficial for meditation. And it's free. I mean, you don't have to pay anything for it. It's fantastic. But... That, those are kind of what I see. This is kind of a, a different episode this week. Um, I, I just I felt like I needed to share this and and share with you sort of the benefits I found from meditation because I think it's really useful and I think it's something that a lot of people don't take advantage of. This is this is one of the few things like exercise that is completely free and is incredibly beneficial on on many levels. And it, it would be near criminal to not at least try it for a week or two and see if you garner any sort of positive change from it. So if you are curious about it, uh, I'm currently reading a book called 10% Happier by Dan Harris. Dan Harris is a journalist and he is uh, po- kind of popularly known or, or famously known for having a panic attack on, on live television. And so through that panic attack, Dan Harris sort of has found this journey to meditation. And what I like about it is that it's it's really a skeptic's view on meditation. And, and that's sort of what I needed. For me, I was skeptical about it. I, I wasn't sure uh, much about it and, and whether or not it was, it was really useful to even try to engage in. But Dan does a really good job of, of, of marking his journey through uh, finding meditation and and all of the people that he has talked through along the way. I'm not done with the book yet. I'm probably halfway through it, but it's been a really good read. Don't consider it a how-to book. It's really an autobiography, but it's a really it's a really good autobiography that has a lot of good nuggets of information that you can take with it. So if you are interested in uh, meditation and want to just get a perspective on it, I really recommend that book. And if you really just want to dive in and get right into the meditation, then I really recommend that that Waking Up app by Sam Harris. It is free, the, at least for the first five meditations, and then you have to pay for to get the rest of them. It's $14.99 a month. I personally don't feel like I should have to pay to meditate, but if you feel like that's something that you need and you need more guided uh, meditation, then that's certainly an option for you. But yeah, 
I, I think it's been a, a really good change to my life. It's something that I am going to continue to implement, and I, I would encourage you to at least try it and, and see what you think. So if you do end up trying it, let me know. I'd like to hear your experience about it. So send me an email. It's at josh at joshsimonspt.com. Let me know how you like it. Let me know how you like the, the podcast so far. And if you have any suggestions on things that I should talk about, let me know. All right. This has been kind of a, a special episode in the sense that I haven't really talked about really at all what I've done in the past week, but I'll probably pick that up again in the following week. So be on the lookout for that and have a great rest of your weekend. And I will talk to you later. <laughs>